We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Uh, those of you that are enjoying a little blast from the past, uh, the uh, images of me and Carmen and me and uh, Pam. Uh, it's on Twitter. Enjoy that. Those uh, are cool. Those are cool pictures, man. Pamela Anderson looks good in the picture. And it's September, so I'm tan and looking healthy and thin and attractive. So I feel pretty good about. Yeah, that. I don't think anyone's looking at you and Carmen uh, Electra and saying, "Boy, that Craig looks good." And I got a sweet American flag sweatshirt hoodie on. Wait, no, no, hold on. Yeah, and Did I got we... the uh, NY Giants T-shirt on. Yeah, can we address that? You can dress it all you want. You're taking a picture with Carmen Electra. Yeah. And you're wearing a giant shirt. Yeah. You want to explain that? I probably didn't know it was a giant shirt. You didn't know that a blue shirt with a <laughs> yeah. white NY? It just said NY that, on it. You didn't know? I didn't know. You are, and I respect you. It just it said NY. I'm an NY guy. You're the most Fugazi fan <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> you really are. You know, we didn't hire you. By the way, if you keep calling somebody a duck, at some point they start acting like a duck. <laughs> a giant shirt. All I knew is that it said NY on it, Evan. Don't hold me accountable for what I'm wearing, please. It was early in the morning. I needed the money. Do you realize that most people in responding to the picture is commenting on the giant shirt and not I, Carmen Electra? Well, then they're stupid. And it just shows you, get out of your mom's basement. You know, go to a peep show or something. Go live live your life. <laughs> this Carmen Electra, you're worried about what shirt I'm wearing. Does she know nothing about football like you? <laughs> Did somebody love. write that? Yeah, every damn day, 72. <laughs> there you go. Here's uh, Joe in Massapequa. Joe, Joe, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Big fan, big fan. Thank uh, you. Just wanted to touch up on the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Craig, I love you, man, but all this Brady nonsense has yeah. got to go. I'm with Evan on this, bro. Okay. I just, how could you see him wearing our jersey, our colors? Well, listen, I do. I think he, I think he's going to Miami. But if I can get Tom Brady for two years and not give up any draft picks, or Aaron Rodgers for three years and give up two first round picks, I'm going to take Brady. Yeah, but let, let's address what Joe brought up. Can you really like? I know we sell our souls and we root for guys. Roger Clemens played for the Yankees. It's, I'll tell you why it's different. Uh, Yankee fans didn't like Roger Clemens, right. no doubt, but not like this. This is another level. I'm sorry. Why? Because he's Tom Brady. We competed with and for a he decade. Was and Roger half. Clemens. Well, nah, we, see, exactly. I, I don't think it's the same. And I'll t- I think about it. When Roger Clemens was in his heyday, we're talking about the late '80s and the early '90s. The Yankees weren't even the Yankees. Like you didn't like them, but he didn't. 
torture you the way Brady did. I just think it's different. All right, we uh, the New York Jets took Curtis Martin from New England. Oh, stop! He was in the league Why? for five minutes. Shut oh, that, up. That's a problem. Yeah, no, it's not Why? at all the same. Why we, we Curtis Martin's beloved here, dude? You're he was a New England Patriot. Because it's a terrible comparison. Your no, Clemens one was better, and I'm sure there are people who disagree with me yeah. on that. I just think this is to the extreme. I'll give you an example. I'll give you the example Good. that would fit Chipper to the Mets. No, Chipper no, the Mets. give me an example of something that happened. There isn't anything. If as soon there as he is puts he the daddy jet, dang. as soon as he puts the jet jersey there's on, nothing. we love him. Craig, there's no comparison. We adore him. There's nothing. You can't find one. You can find ones that are like, oh, but you hated this guy, Johnny Damon. It's not the same. Roger Clemens isn't the same. Johnny Damon isn't the same. Jason Kitty, your team is certainly not the same. There's nothing. But you can search. You can try to find one, but on the level of Brady, who was a Patriot for like two freaking decades, you will find nothing of the sorts. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Boy, you ran around town kissing Jason Taylor's ass when he was here. Oh, no, I didn't. I never oh. accepted him. <laughs> F that. Come on. I got the tapes on that yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Never wanted that oh, guy. Jason Taylor. Never Ooh. wanted him. I didn't want him. No, 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 no. You can't put that on me. And I didn't want Tom Glavin either. And by the way, Jason Taylor, Tom Glavin, still not the same. Similar. And I didn't accept either guy. I ended up rooting now, for the of team, course, of course. You always root for the team. You wanted Glavin not to choke against the Marlins that last day of the season. But he did. Right, but you're rooting for Game him. Game five against, against the Cardinals, 06 bothers yeah. me more, but okay. Okay, but you were on the same page on that. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady puts on a Jet jersey. Uh, you sell an extra 10,000 seats, and we're all in love with Tom Brady. Dirty. And we forgive him for owning yeah, us. Of course you're going to root for him. We're all going to root for him. I'm yeah. not suggesting I won't, but I think it would well, be the most. Well, you're going to root for the Jets, of course. Craig, it would be the most difficult turn I think any of us have ever experienced. And look, I know that there are Yankee Jet fans out there that can speak from a better experience than me when it comes to Clemens. I just think Roger was different. You didn't like him. Not saying you loved him. But I think Brady's on another level than Roger Clemens, on another level than Wade Boggs, on another level than Johnny Oh, I Damon. forgot. Yeah, Yankee fans hated Wade Boggs sitting on a it's horse. Different. No, they, yeah. it's different. Nobody, I didn't see anybody go, oh, F you, Wade Boggs. Stop. Matter of fact, Stop I know some Yankee fans that want a Wade Boggs to wear a Yankee hat in the Hall of Fame. It's not the same. How about that? It's not. Well, Wade Boggs wanted to wear a Tampa Bay <laughs> Devil know, Rays okay. hat. Well, they offer him a million dollars. Let me ask you a question, Big Mac. I'll show it to you. Yeah, I'll right. show it to you first hand. Yeah, show it to me. David Ortiz was still good at the end. He could still play. He decides he wants to sign with the Yankees for one year. You bringing him in? No. Okay. Oh, Thank stop you. it. Good night. Yeah, do you mind? Of course you no, would. No, I'm not. At the no, end no. of his career, David Ortiz. Oh, no, no thank assuming you. David Ortiz could still play. No, no, David Ortiz win. can still play. He's no. maybe not the prime David Ortiz, but if you go back, I'm going to confirm not. this. At Rather the end not. of his career, he was still a productive his player. His last season was really good. Oh, yeah, well, actually, oh, my God. The last season of his career was one of the great seasons of his career. Yeah. 38 home runs, led the league in RBIs, led the league in OPS. Mm -hmm. Sixth in the MVP voting, one of the highest finishes he's had. Well, fifth highest finish. Uh, you wouldn't want him? He's still really good, Craig. I just gave you the numbers, right? You, those numbers make sense to you? 38 home runs, yeah. 1,000 OPS, 41 years old. Yeah. Would you take him, uh, Big Mac? He kind of locks in the DH. Oh, don't sell me out now. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Okay. No, I meant like he, he holds it up from being able to rotate players through it. Yeah. 
You don't want him. No, I don't want David Ortiz. Of course, of course you not. don't, and that's the same thing we're bringing. But as soon as he puts the point is well, this. Yeah. As soon as he puts the uniform on, you forget everything he did to you and you love him. Not, no, no, And no, that's no, exactly no, what we're no, doing no, with Tom Brady. No, no. Every time a guy yeah. struggles the giant that fans, you didn't want, you bring this stuff up. Did the Giant fans yell and scream about Everson Wallace helping them win a Super Bowl? Was that a problem for you as a Giant fan? Or are you too young to remember that? You might be. It's fair. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I own that. These are the Fine. comparisons you're trying yeah. to come up with? Can't believe the Giants had Dan Reeves as a coach. He's a cowboy. Oh, but wait a minute. He was successful. You think Everson Walls is Tom Brady? Just saying. No, no. You think Curtis Martin at 25 years old, three years in the league, is Tom Brady? Like, is this the best you got? Come more yeah. than this. Come with more. Yeah, come. <laughs> come with more. Pea Don't shooter. give me this crap. Peace shooter. Everson Walls? Everson Walls. Curtis Martin? Curtis Martin, that's right. Beloved by Jet fans. Oh, but wait a minute. He was a Patriot. Stop it. Stop what? No, this, this, these comparisons are terrible. Yeah, so you're telling me, I know you do it for the team. Of course I do That if it. Tom Brady becomes the New York Jet quarterback, you're going to be ambivalent towards him? I, I, I'm asking. I would, first of all. Are I, you going to wait for him to throw that first interception oh, yeah, so yeah. you can dump on him? Correct. There you go. That's we, no, no. I'm not yeah. waiting to dump on him because yeah. I want him to succeed. I want to win. Of course you do. I, a guy wins a Super Bowl, I'll build a statue for him. I admit that. I okay, admit so that. I we're still on the same page. Eventually. Tom Brady brings us a Super Bowl. You're first in line at the parade. Yes. And you build him a statue. Yes, but, all he, right. but he won't. Yeah. And you know it. Mm -hmm. He won't, and you know it. Mm -hmm. He won't. Okay. He won't. And He's a know fossil. It. And you know it. He's 46 <laughs> and you know it. He's a fossil and you know it. And he would not win with the Jets and you know it. Here's, uh, by the way, I would rather have Tom Brady and not give up two first-round draft picks than have Aaron Rodgers. I'd rather have Tom I'm Brady. I'm never wavering on that. Craig, I'd rather have Tom Brady go in a time machine and not yeah. be 46. Oh, so you're, but no, no. You, you're not against it because of age. You're against it because you hate him. It's a part of it. Yeah, but you, but you hate 20 years of Craig, hatred. Craig. And I respect that hatred. This was, I hate him, too. And then this, he went to Tampa, and I fell in love. If this was 2015, okay, Todd Bowles' his first year, Jets have a lot of talent. So Brady's seven years 38 ago. years old. Uh -huh. And, you know, where that's where we are in his career. Yeah. I'd be more excited. So it's not just about hating him. It's about you hate him, and oh, by the way, he doesn't have a lot of football left. It's a combination of a lot of things. First of all, if he came here in 2015, that would have been five less years of being a Patriot. Like, think about it, dude. He was a Patriot for 20 years. Yeah. 20 years of being uh, that I guy. I know. I'm well aware. Yeah, that adds. Every year adds to it. Every success adds to it. Every Super Bowl adds to it. Every year the Jets don't win the division adds to it. So, yeah, if we're having this conversation in 2015, it's different. Yeah. It is. By the way, didn't you always think it was weird in Terminator 2 that when he gets shot by the other goblin who uh, can change what he looks like and he's like... The other Terminator? Yeah, he's like a gel-based yeah, character. Yeah, liquefy. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you think it was weird that that one scene where Sarah takes the, like, the shrapnel out of Schwarzenegger's body? Like, wouldn't that be something that you don't need to do? No. Since he's a Terminator? <laughs> no. You're, you, you've missed the major key of the movie. That that guy, the bad Terminator, is like the upgrade new Terminator. Yes, are you right? So he can do things that aren't supposed to be. No, I'm not saying that. He can't, he he can't just absorb metal and have it become part of him the way the other guy could. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So you mean you think the shrapnel in his body yes. is negatively impacting the machine 
from working. That's what you're saying? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, more, I had thought, more than I the thought other that guy. was interesting. Right, the yeah. other guy morphs back. Yeah, you shoot him. Right. He like separates his, and yeah. his head gets split open, and yes. then boom, right back together. Exactly. Yeah. No, right, so Arnold can't do that. Got it. So you have to take the shrapnel out of Arnold. Yeah. Because those bolts might stop the machine from working. What made you think of that today? I'm watching it right now. Where? I've been, I've been watching the movie the entire show on the TV in our studio. Yes. What's wrong yeah, with you? By the way, can you make sure it's not 99 blasted in there? When I accidentally touched the remote while I'm doing the show yesterday, and all of a sudden, while in the middle of killing Scott Rowland, his interview pops on at 99 oh, yeah. mi- I heard volume. that. And he was so confused, he's like yelling, producer, please mute the TV. <laughs> like, Where the hell's the mute button? I had to like hold down the volume down. And he button. throws you under the bus. This is all Craig's hey, fault. I mean, I'm the one that puts it on. Yeah, but I was just watching T2, and I'm like, why do they have to take the shrapnel out of him? He's a bot. You need to have this on while we're doing a show. Kind of. Yeah, you need to be entertained by watching T2. I love it. During commercial breaks. <laughs> During commercial breaks. Yeah, I turn on the volume. I am going to save you. I guess it's better than having SNY on and just watching ourselves. Are you John Connor? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to save you again. Uh, AJ is in the Bronx on the fan. AJ, what's going on, Cookie? What, what's up, guys? How you doing? Great. So the, the best comparison, Evan, that I can think of and Hear me out here. The best comparison I can think of is when Gladden signed with the Mets. And let's 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 walk through exactly how we felt when Gladden signed with the Mets. He never was really beloved in New York. We didn't love him as a Met. We always thought of him as a Brave. Right. And yet, right. when he was pitching on last, that, that last day of the season, had he won that game against Miami and had he taken the Mets to the playoffs and we gotten far, of course, we would have danced at the parade. His, like legacy, anyone, he, his legacy could have been very different, not just that game, but if they had won the 2006 NLCS and he played a part in why they didn't, yeah, I think we would have viewed Glavin very differently, no doubt. And when he lost that game, he couldn't possibly have been more hated because it all came back. He was a brave and yep. he continued to be a brave. And he was always a brave. It would, make, ever, it would make the failures ever, worse. Yeah. If Brady ever came to the Jets and didn't win, and if he didn't win, like, let's say, the way Favre lost it in Minnesota, or the way just – it, it, it just made things so much worse. Right, so let me ask so you this, because I like that. I like that. Let me ask you a quick question. Tom Brady comes to New York. They go 15-1, and and they lose an AFC championship game on a missed kick. Yeah. People are pissed at Tom Brady. Right, that's a tough one. I think Joe Beningo is jumping off the George Washington Bridge at that. Oh, come on. No, 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 no. That's. I think you painted a scenario. In fairness, AJ, I give Crick credit for this. You paint a scenario where it would be tough to hate him. You couldn't because it wouldn't be his fault. It'd be, it'd be tough to hate him. He would have done everything you could have asked him to do. Yeah, I just. In, in that exact here, scenario. Here's the point he's making, and I agree with. Yes. When you acquire a superstar, and by the way, I know something about this now. As long as they weren't the guy you hated for a long time, it's much easier to accept that guy. Aaron Rodgers would be much easier to accept than Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers hasn't done anything to me. He hasn't. Kevin Durant was easy to accept. He didn't do anything to me. Tom Glavin and Tom Brady would be impossible to accept. And as soon as they fail, you turn on them. Now. You're painting a scenario where Brady wins the MVP, they're 15-2, and two, and they lose a title game where it's not his fault. And that does happen. Obviously, I think most of us are rational to say, hey, look, Tom did everything he could. 
Our team is just so cursed that we missed the kick. Thanks, Greg the leg. Greg's right. line. Right. But I think if there's any kind of failure, we would turn on him. And we would turn on him more. Well, you turn we, faster on a guy like that, of course. We would turn on him faster than even yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers would be turned on, okay? You come here with a resume. You come here as a Hall of Famer. You come here with a higher bar. There's no doubt. Not denying that. But the turn on Brady would be quicker than a turn on Aaron Rodgers that no Jet fan has any personal dislike for. You may not love him just as a personality or a player, but he hasn't done anything to us. Yeah. What the hell's Aaron Rodgers done to us? Nothing. Exactly. No, matter of fact, Eli Manning did something to his Packers, not Aaron Rodgers specifically, but yeah, I'm with you on that. No, he beat it at 15 and 1, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he Eli did. Manning did. He That's beat Farm and Rodgers. He beat them both. Yeah. I'm going to be with Eli Manning on Monday, by the way. For what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. I have no idea. What are you being set up? I have no idea. All I know is that I was asked if I had time to uh, sit with Eli Manning on Monday. Dude, Eli's just all over the place. It's, a little, like it's right. a little obnoxious. Yeah, I said, uh, let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's jealous that I was with Tom Brady last Friday. Much like he was jealous I got the Dunkin' Donuts black card first. So he's going to express. And he wanted one of those. Now he heard me at lunch with Tom Brady. Probably wants to break bread. I don't know. Really? What do I know? What the hell does he want from you? I'll let you know on Monday after I spend time with him. Probably wants to just talk football like guys do. He's everywhere. You know, of all the athletes that just go away when they retire, David Wright has gone away. Well, a lot of that You've has to do him. with, um, you know, Peyton being, uh, you know, so uh, popular with ESPN. No, it has to do with Eli. At, well, no, Eli has now become this, like, wow, Eli that, Manning. But that's not the only reason. Like, he hosts the Eli Manning show on, like, the giant Which, by the way, is very good. No, I'm not saying it's not good. I'm not saying he's not funny. I'm just saying he's everywhere. Yeah. He has well, not gone the route of a David Wright where he just disappears. He's everywhere. He's in Philadelphia. You saw him in Philadelphia? Did he go to the game? And not only that, when he was getting booed by Eagle fans, he yeah. started giving the hand signal. Oh, Come on. I like that. Yeah. Give Boom it to me, me, baby. Give it to me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll be with him on Monday. That's cool. I yeah. guess. I mean, who knows? Is it cool? I don't know. It depends what you're talking to him about. I'm sure he just wants to talk football and get my take on things. Yeah, what's your opinion? You know, sure, you, by the way, you know, he and Peyton are uh, uh, coaching the, um, Pro Bowl. the Pro Bowl, the crazy Pro Bowl games this year. Can you get Peyton Manning on our show? I have one question for Peyton Manning. That's well, it. One question interview. What's the question? Why the hell did you recommend Adam Gase as a head coach? That's it. That's it. I'm done. Maybe he's a loyal friend. You don't think that's the one question Jet fans would want to hear from Peyton yeah, Manning? Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose. Giant fans don't care about Peyton Manning. Like, what the hell do you care? That is, a, what else would you ask him? About his career? Come on. I might ask him uh, what it was like uh, playing in the Super Bowl in New Jersey when he was down 40 at halftime. <laughs> you could ask him that. Well, that's what, that was what was like. it like losing to the Jets yeah. in their last home playoff game when and you played 41 uh, nothing? When you took that safety in the first quarter <laughs> and you realized that you had no chance to win the game, just wonder how that felt. Yeah. <laughs> that's the question you'd ask. Uh, if I could only ask one question of Peyton Manning. That's question. No, I, I mean, it's from case. a Jet fan perspective. For me, it's case. No, as, well, a, as yeah. a Jet fan, you could say about not coming out of the draft as a junior where the Jets nah, are taking that, him. that's so old, though, you know? Okay. Then I, ask I think if you go in any kind of order that means something to people, uh, Jet fans are pissed that he's part of the reason Woody Johnson brought in Adam Gase. Yeah, well, I right. think that is... But if, it's, if he says, look, I'm a loyal friend, what are we going to do, argue that? 
I respect that. Let me hear his answer. No one has ever That's asked. That's the answer. I'm a loyal friend. No. I think he's a good guy. So you'd admit he's a terrible coach then, Peyton? It turned out it didn't work out here, but I see a lot of good in what that What did guy. you see as offensive coordinator, other than him making a mean coffee, that made you think he was Boy, the guy? He was very competent. Him. He kept me uh, straight and narrow. And without him, we probably would not have had success. Do you think it proves once again that you could never be a team executive since you're kind of decision-making on picking well, people Well, I would point to uh, the success that John Lynch has had and say I could be just as successful as him. Okay. And I would say that Adam Gase is one of the worst. But I don't want to do that because I'm making uh, $30 million a year uh, watching games for a living. Okay. What else you got? Can I just ask Peyton Manning and not you? I thought we were role-playing there. Are we? We're not. No, we are, but I would love to know the answer. Uh, well, I just gave you the answer. He's not going to throw Adam Gase under the bus. He's not going to laugh but about no it. But no one's ever asked Now, it depends how you ask. If you're like, I'm a Peyton. Come on, man. Come clean. Like, did, uh, did Adam Gase know something about you? <laughs> it's a better like, approach, if you do it that way, then he might be more affable about it. I think that's the approach. Yeah. That's fine. But if you want me to ask Eli on Monday, I'm happy to. Yeah. Yeah. Eli, Eddie. by the way. What was your brother thinking in recommending Adam Gates? But Eli would bust his balls and say Eli? nothing. He's an idiot. Because <laughs> Eli still lives in the area. Right. Eli, have you and Peyton ever talked about him driving Adam Gates to the Jets? <laughs> yes. I'll ask that Will question. Will you ask him that? Yes, For me? Sure. Thanks, pal. I can do it for you. Thank you. She asked for you. But to be fair, the last time a friend of mine bumped into Eli Manning at the airport, uh, this friend of mine said, hey, Eli, friend of Craig Cartons, blah, blah, blah. And he said to the friend of mine... Direct quote. Huh, nice. Tell him to lose my number. Wow. <laughs> wow. But he was smiling when he said it. I don't know, man. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I don't have his number. <laughs> lose it anyway. Yeah, meanwhile, quick story. So uh, I, I went into a restaurant last week, I guess on Friday, to grab some food on my way home. And it wasn't ready yet. Like, I was getting some pasta fagioli and uh, some minestrone and this and that, right? So I'm sitting there, and there's another guy sitting there. And he's got a, uh, like, a, um, a quarter zip on, and he's got the Rutgers logo on it. Well, I'm in Jersey, so, and I'm only 15, 20 minutes away from, you know, uh, the Rutgers football stadium, right? And the Jersey Mike's Arena. And I'm, like, probably just a Rutgers fan, and I'm like, please don't talk sports. Please don't recognize me. That's egotistical. But it is a chance yeah, yeah. I might be recognized. Look, right? You're so popular. I am so popular. I'm like, please, no, no. I just want to get my food and go home, right? Yeah. So I have no idea who the guy is. I say nothing to the guy, but I get a little head bob. Oh. Like, but I that could just be like I'm passing him, right? I'm on Twitter right now, and I see the guy. Yeah. And I'm looking at the guy. I'm like, that's the guy. That was at the restaurant I went to is he saying on things? Friday night. Is he saying mean things to you on Twitter? It's the head coach of Rutgers basketball. Are you kidding me? It's Steve Peichel. You ran into Steve Peichel and I, you hoped he didn't recognize you? I was hoping the guy wasn't going to try to talk sports with me. But he gave you a head nod. I got a head nod. <laughs> now, I'm not sure if he knew I was or not, but it just might have been like a guy thing. Like like that, like you walk past the guy, you go head nod. Yeah, yeah. Like I got my food, he's waiting on food. It was Steve Pike, the head coach. Wow. So I know they listen every day. If you're at Rutgers or you're Jerry Recco, please tell Coach Pike, go get him, Tiger. Yeah, but you're also oh, admitting. And my bad. You're also admitting you have no idea what he looks like. You didn't even no recognize idea what he looks like. <laughs> and you're thinking, please don't talk sports. I, I was, I was, 
Like, cause you know it's tired. It's Friday. Right. I just want to get my soup and go home. No, I guess. Like, I'm a pretty simple guy. You also don't like sports, so talking about uh, it. Not- Oh, my Lord, it would have been my worst nightmare. <laughs> and then it turns out it's the head coach. I'm looking, I'm like, hey, that's the guy that was at the restaurant. Anybody yeah. anybody listening, if you recognize Craig in the next few days, Don't please, talk sports, I'm begging you. Not only talk sports, ask him about his opinion on the Hall of Fame. Like, complain about oh, Scott yeah, Rowland. I don't care. Talk about Todd Helton. I'm a good guy to ask. Bring it all up. Because <laughs> I'm the guy that says... Good for him. <laughs> I know. Like, why do why would I be upset that Scott Rowland's in the Hall of Fame? I know I have no ill will towards Scott Rowland. I'm sure he's a good dude. I never thought of him as a Hall of Famer, but he's in the Hall of Fame, so good for him. Why are you people complaining so much about it? You know, how come, you know, you think that paves the way for David Wright to get in? No, 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 no. You Hold think on. Don Manningly First should be all, in? First of all, don't hijack my text messages yeah. to Big Mac. All I said to Big Mac last night, and I don't think David's a Hall of Famer, is David Wright was a top five, top ten MVP vote getter like four times. Scott Rowland got it once. David Wright, in the prime of his career, to me, was a better offensive player than Scott Rowland. Now, he didn't play long enough. He wasn't as good defensively, so I get the shortcomings. But, yeah, I never thought of Rowland as being that much better than David Wright. By the way, I never thought Rowland was even that good anyway. And now he's a Hall of Famer. And I'm good for him. Good for him. I'm just happy for the man. I'm glad you're happy for him. Listen, here's what I'll say. Yeah. He got in. That's good for him. I, you know, no ill will from me. Congratulations, man. What a great honor. Mm-hmm. I don't think hotels are going to fill up the weekend he gets uh, now you know, well, put what, in. What fan base would go right. out there? Philly, St. Louis? Are Philly fan, you know Philly. Are Philly fans yeah. going to flock no. to Cooperstown? No, they're not. Now, Cardinal fans, I know they're loyal, but Albert Pujols, they'll yeah. flock for. Yachty Molina, they'll flock for. Are they flocking for no. Scott Rowland? No, no. There's no one going, hey, honey. Guess what we're doing next June? That's not happening. Right. And by the way, that's not the reason he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame because... No, no. But he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Okay. I mean, he's now a Hall of Famer. You know, put some respect on that name. I'll give you you this. (laughs) Good. I'm texting Jerry Record Talk. Joe Tinker is not a Hall of Famer. But we accept it because it happened 100 years ago. And when you go to the museum and you see the plaque, you're like, oh, Joe Tinker. Fantastic. That's great. So eventually, 50 years from now, we'll all be dead. And we're not going to really, you know, our kids are going to go to the Hall of Fame and say, oh, Scott Rowland, fantastic. They're not going to give a rat's ass. So in this moment, we're angry. We have opinions. But at the end of the day, we'll all be fine. You know, I think mean, it really sucks that he got in and Don Mattingly didn't get in. Well, that is nothing. That's a weird comparison. I, you know, I wonder if David Wright's going to get in now. David Wright's different. His career because, wasn't as long, but I mean, if Scott correct. Rowland gets in, David Wright should get in. The David Wright thing is different because he plays the same position and he's yeah. eligible next year. Don Mattingly's a relevant Can you believe Greg Nettles didn't get in? I mean, this sucks. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> it is unbelievable. <laughs> you people are crazy. Everybody's up in arms that a guy got in. And by the way... I'm being told from a baseball expert listening to the show right now. That he deserves it and he was amazing. I get it. And my friend who knows more baseball than I'll ever know Uh thinks that Scott Rowland absolutely was a whole. Did that guy play Major League Baseball? I can't really get into that guy. Did he play third base? I don't know what position (laughs) he played, to be honest. I think he was a catcher, maybe. (laughs) But I have no idea. Like, you know what's funny? I don't even know what position this guy played. Oh, really? My buddy, yeah. I thought you were referring to somebody that. No, text no. you often. No, this is another <laughs> friend of mine that texts me often. Now, listen, a guy who played for a franchise that Scott played for. Uh, I will say this. That's what I thought you. And were I want to be clear. Yeah, 
Good for Scott Rowland. Congratulations. I don't know why you guys are so hateful it's and not, negative. It's not, it's not like that, I will say this. I'm always bothered by that. When someone gets in that you may think isn't worthy of it or his career didn't warrant it, and it bothers not you guys in particular, but in general, it bothers people to their core, and they yell and scream about what an injustice it is and the Hall of Fame's being watered down, all the crap we've heard, right? And to me... Maybe because I'm just a different guy and I'm more positive than most people. I look at it this way. Congratulations to Scott Rowland. Good for you, man. Yeah, but you're telling I me why, that why if, am I upset about it? if Mike Napoli got voted into the Hall of Fame. I would have to know who Mike Napoli is. Exactly. Would you say the same thing? I don't know. I don't, yeah. Congratulations to the Napoli. So you have no opinion on the Hall of Fame? Basketball, football, baseball, doesn't matter Listen, to you? I've got my belief of, of what type of player should be in. So that's what but, we're doing. No, no. You guys, not you. You know what I'm saying? You guys yell and scream with great impunity. But that's what over sports a guy is. getting in. But Craig, that's what sports is. That's what ah. MVP voting does sometimes. Do, pe do people in Philadelphia? You're close to Philly. Yeah, they scream and yell about Embiid versus Jokic. When at the end of the day, what does it mean? Embiid's great, Jokic is great, but Jokic yeah. wins the MVP. It's kind of the same. Like, yes, in the whole grand scheme of things, it's not winning or losing. It's not not our team winning a championship. But we love sports. At least some of us do. Yes, and we have opinions. Like, but what the like, hell is wrong like with people that? are mad about it. Like, why are you mad about it? Because we now, don't agree. you hate agree. Philly and St. Louis and you have no, a because we don't yeah, agree that he's yeah. a Hall of Famer. We're That's all. We're disappointed well, in the thought process of the people who do put in the Hall of Famers. Because it's this voting class. It's the next voting class. It's how we view Hall of Famers. Okay. So it, uh, it's frustrating. Fair enough. But, uh, like, are you... Uh, are you gonna like boycott uh, no. the ceremony or something? No, no, no. I go let to the museum every two years. years. I'll still go. Let me ask you a question. He's a, a year-long membership. Let's just, yeah, let's just say. That, here's my question. <laughs> yeah. You know, he like still has books out the library from Cooper's. Once you get into the Hall of Fame, regardless of what sport you're in, you are now required by that Hall of Fame that whenever you sign your your name, I uh, like give a kid an autograph, and I'm not making up. You're required to. You write your name and you write H O F in the year you got in. So if you've ever gotten an autograph from a Hall of Famer. That's what they do. Right. And it's like a thing of honor, too. Like, yeah, I'm a badass. I'm a Hall of Famer. I love it, right? If you were going to get Scott Rowland's autograph, would you ask him not to write it? I wouldn't ask for Scott Rowland's autograph. Yeah, that's, that's Maybe I'll autograph his horrible throw he made in Game 7, Mets-Cardinals 06, where that arrow almost handed the Mets the pennant if Valentin and Chavez can actually come through with a big hit. Wow, Maybe I get an autograph that. Maybe I, I get an autograph that. that. I love that Met recall. That's I just, love it. I mean, the greatest defensive third baseman of all time yeah. happened to make a really, really significant oh, error. No, no. Unfortunately, the Mets didn't take it. Isn't the greatest no. defensive third baseman of all time Brooks Robinson? No. And isn't second Greg Oh, Nettles. my God, he Craig, being I'm being facetious. Yeah. That's how he's getting well, you into know, the, the whole thing. Smile when you're being facetious <laughs> so I know you're being facetious. Okay, let me try this again. Yeah. So the greatest defensive third baseman of all time. Ah, uh, you're being facetious. Is that better now? Who are we talking about? <laughs> Nolan Arenado. <laughs> there you go. I I know who you thought texted me. Now I figured out who you thought was who oh, you yeah. thought. And I I have great respect for that guy. What position did he play? Third base. Come on, did he? The whole career? Who are you talking about? I I think I know who you think was texting. Who me. do you think I think was you texting? You think me? Aaron Boone was texting? Me. Yeah. He was a third baseman. Yes. His yes. whole career. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. When did that happen? In the early 2000s career. and late 90s. When he played baseball. Huh. Mm -hmm. Go figure. That's a new one on me now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> ask you, can you ask him what he thinks? He's going to say yes. Well, I'm, think sure, players... I'm sure he's on vacation now.
getting he, ready for the season. He, he, he texted you earlier me, today. He what texted happened? you earlier in the show taunting <laughs> me about Joel Embiid. When did that happen? At about 2.35. Yeah, I think he did that from the Bahamas. He was listening on the Odyssey app. <laughs> <laughs> now we know why Craig repeats things for reinforcement. <laughs> um, Aaron Boone thinks that uh, Scott Rowland's a Hall of Famer. Oh, you texted her already? Uh, no, we, we talked about it this morning, driving in. Oh, good. Yeah. That's fine. Because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We're just a couple guys that like to talk baseball with each other. <laughs> and what's amazing about my amazingly close relationship yeah. with a man I now consider, you know, a you're, you're stranded in Alaska and get one call, who you calling to come get you? He's on that list now. That's good. And I'm on his list. Never met him. That's crazy. You still haven't met him. He and I have never physically met one so another. So you could be at Telerchio's. Like you could be at Telerchio's yeah. in a couple of days. Yeah. He could walk in and you may glare at him and say, "Boy, I hope this guy doesn't ask me about sports." I might not know. He's wearing like a Yankee uh, quarter zip. I mean, I don't know who he is. <laughs> that, that's definitely possible. Yeah, like Steve Peichel. No idea who the hell he Why was. Why is this guy nodding at me? Does he want to talk about sports? I was like, oh yeah. no, he's gonna want to talk. Oh, please. Did you care at all who got in the Hall of Fame, or are you on that? I, I mean, I, I was hoping Bonds and Clemens got they in. They weren't on the ballot. But you told me they weren't even on the ballot. Yeah. I mean, why not? Because you, uh, you're on the ballot for 10 years, and then you go off the ballot, and you're well, on a different ballot. That's a crying shame that they're not in the Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, they belong in it. And I've said this a million times. Just at the Hall of Fame, my recollection of it, you'd know better than me for sure, is that they do acknowledge that some places in the Hall of Fame the era that certain guys played. They do. In. There's actually a wing right. in the museum dead of it, you know, talking about the steroid era, yeah. Right. So if you have, I didn't know that. I know it's like a dead ball, live ball, that kind of stuff. Or this guy never played against, you know, African Americans or Latinos. So if you acknowledge the steroid era, as you're saying they do, there's a hall for it. Put them up there. Yeah, but it's different. There's the museum, which is about the history of baseball. And that's where the bus are? No. The museum okay. is just a museum. Like any museum you'd go into. Is it interactive? Also. Like, can you rent headphones and hear, like, play-by-play there are calls? certain and moments and certain places, about the sport? certain places are like that. You can yeah. sit in seats, things like that. And then there's the actual hall. Yeah. And the hall is just a bunch of busts. Yeah, yeah. But I think what people have to remember about this, and I know there's a lot of people that may not care about it, that's fine, is that baseball still gets that passion out of people. Arguing about the history. Which I think is exciting. So here's what's happening, by the way, for guys like me and Big Mac and Lugie. We watched these guys' entire careers. We now have real strong opinions about who we watched and how good they were. For a while, there were guys going into the Hall right. of Fame that we would, you know, we sort of saw. Well, they're like a history book. But you now, read about them. Now but you know. But now them. we know them. Yeah. So I watched the entire career of Scott Rowland, of Andrew Jones, of Todd Helton. So did Big Mac, so did Lugie. We have opinions on yeah. what we watched. And what bothers me sometimes is there are those that just look at numbers. Yeah. And don't accuse me of that. I look at numbers, but I don't just look at numbers. I look at everything. So I've got a great idea. Numbers don't tell everything. I agree with you they on tell that. a lot of things. No. They don't tell everything. No, there's some guys where uh you think of them uh greater than what their numbers are. Uh, you know, like Joe Namath in the NFL Hall of Fame. He meant more to the sport than what his numbers say. Maybe a bad example, but Lynn Swan, right? Anyway, I've got a great idea. And I've thought of this uh, a long time, all right? At least since we started doing this segment, yeah. all right? Here's my new idea. <laughs> Here's my new idea. And you do it one of two ways. I want to make this as straightforward as possible. You create a new wing in the Hall of Fame, which are the best of the best. The Deion Sanders idea. Yes. yes. All right? And... If someone else becomes, you think, eligible for that, you put a guy in there, you take a guy out. 
That way that can change oh over time. <laughs> You're not being disrespectful to someone's family and saying, hey, I'm taking you out of the Hall of Fame itself because it's one for one. You're saying we have the Hall of Fame and then we have that special wing of the greatest, right? Mm -hmm. If at any point a new guy comes along and becomes what you guys all agree is a new candidate as one of the greatest, he gets in, someone gets taken out. And what do you do, by position or something? Yeah, yeah, that's a fair way to do it. Another thing or maybe for all position of us, and league, I don't another know. Another thing for all of us to yell at each other about. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> I mean, let, let's say, bad example, take Mike Trout. For a lot of people, Mike Trout's the best baseball player of this generation, right? Right. I, I'm using him as maybe a bad example, but you'll follow me. No, I get you. Mike Trout hits 700 home runs, whatever the case is. All right, everyone's going to acknowledge Mike Trout is one of the greatest of all time. I'm not making that argument just for the sake of the conversation. All right, fine. If you want to put him in that special wing. The all-time wing. You have to take an outfielder the out. The Willie Mays, Hank Aaron wing. Right. Who's you. coming out? Yeah, no, that's cool. And then you have a special It's wing. another thing for us to argue about because I think to a lot of people, even though it's always been this way, I promise you, do your research, you'll see it. It's always been the Hall of Very Good. There are a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame that no one's heard of, or maybe you just read their names, and when you look deeper, they weren't as good as you think they So the are. notion that that's happening today and didn't happen years ago is BS. It's BS. Okay. It's a, it, there's a lot of things that are said that aren't true, and people just repeat yeah. it over and over again. Like, I'll give you one thing real quick. Go. The idea of let's blame the writers. The writers are that a bunch of That is a big idiots. narrative now. Okay. Yes. About a month and a half ago, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, Albert Bell were on a ballot in which players, their contemporaries voted. Executives voted. They didn't sniff the Hall of Fame. Right. So when I see a story such as Kurt Schilling's not in the Hall of Fame because of politics, my answer to them is maybe you're right. Maybe John Heyman wouldn't vote for him because of that. How do you explain Greg Maddox saying no? How do you explain everyone else saying no? Barry Bonds, steroids, these gatekeepers, these writers. Again, there was just a ballot a month and a half ago. They all got smoked. And the only guy that got in, nice guy, Fred McGriff. Anyone who watched baseball knows Fred McGriff had a wonderful career. Was he ever as feared as Barry Bonds? Well, he did do those Tom Amansky baseball videos. And they were great. Was he ever as feared as Albert Bell? No. So this idea that it's just the writers, yeah. let's all blame them? Come on, dude. We just had a ballot. And the same guys that got shut out by those arrogant writers got shut out by players and executives. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.